Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Oh, there's a, oh, here we go. Gloves are off. Clean cost it with Patrick Maroon right off the drop here in the second period. Maroon trying to throw it right over the top. Costin's holding him out. Oh, I love this guy. He's a he's, he's legend, so we're just a uh, little conversation with the face off. He was like, he was asking me like three times, are you sure? I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, but I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Maroon throws one underneath. It doesn't connect. Same with Costin with a right over the top. Now he throws another right. Costin goes down to the ice, gets right back up, then pops Maroon with one. He's holding him out with his left hand. Loading up the right. Throws a right. It doesn't connect. Now he gets one right in there and a left as well for Clean Costin. As Costin and Maroon still in center ice here at Rogers Place. Costin gets him a few more lefts, and down to the ice they go. Just three seconds gone here in the second period. But it was like visible fight, right? Like you can't play dirty against our best player, like one of the best. Like they were in Leon. Like the guys can play. Like we can. The guys play dirty against those guys. So. All right, a little bit there from Clem Costin today after his fight with Patrick Maroon. Last night, right at the start of the second period, Costin continues to uh, win fans over here in oil country. Oilers and Canucks tomorrow here on 6.30. Chad, the Canucks play the Avalanche tonight. Penguins leading the Senators now 4-1 with 2.16 left in the third period. Gensel has scored again. He's now up to 20 on the season. At Claire Drake Arena, we'll get a full report in a few minutes here from Cam Moon. It is 1-1 Golden Bears and uh, Saskatchewan Huskies. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Reed Wilkins with you inside sports on 6.30. 30 is how you can call the show the hotline powered by certainty the pros choice for roofing siding drywall insulation and ceiling systems certainty pro all the way the uh, email inside sports at 630 ched.com follow me on twitter at reed wilkins r-e-i-d-w-i-l-k-i-n-s so uh better uh, better fortunes here for the oilers lately they've won five straight i was given the standings they're only three points out of first now in the pacific division uh, they have played two more games than Seattle, one more game than Vegas, same amount of games as third place Los Angeles. So uh, they're right now more in the race for the top of the division than they are for the wild card spots, even though they, they currently are in a wild card spot. They're, they're not far there from moving into the top three. And earlier this year, they were plagued by poor starts in games, uh, not playing well in the first period, often allowing the first goal much better in the first period lately. And Leon Dreisaitl was asked why. Yeah, I still don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know. Uh, but no, we're, we're not obviously going into games trying to go down two goals like we we prepare and 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 think the same thing about uh the same way about every single game we go into we want to go up we want to play with the lead uh it makes the game easier you're not chasing it um sometimes felt like it just everything went against us right now it just seems like it's going for us a little bit i think it always evens itself out uh, over the course of a season so uh, we got to continue to work to, to to have good starts yeah well it's going better <laughs> it's going better uh, as he kind of joked they, they don't really know they weren't trying to fall behind before but i i think they're just playing with a little more energy i like i said i do think they're a little beefier 
playing with a little more depth. I think McLeod's on a good run. I think Fogel's on a good run. Uh, I'm really impressed by Holloway lately. I think he's really coming on, so that helps. It doesn't all have to all be the same three or four guys over and over again. So, yeah, then they've, you know, look, Tampa Bay responded yesterday, but they were playing from behind. So, you know, they tied it, but then it's hard to get over the top once you tie it, and that, that was a big part of the Oilers winning that game as they got the lead. Got the lead in Vegas. I mean, they're up 2 nothing. what, two minutes into the game, only won by a goal, but they came out hot. So that has been important lately. Another thing for the Oilers, uh, 11 forwards and 7-D, Jay Woodcroft and his coaching staff have, have gone to it fairly regularly over the last year. They've been doing that lately with DeHarnay up from the minors and, and playing well. Woodcroft was asked today about, his role as as the coach staying involved running that bench with 11 forwards you got to be sharp um you got to make sure you're loud on the bench too especially in nhl buildings where there's so much going on on white noise wise um so you just want to make sure that people hear there and there's been times this year where you know someone might not have heard uh so um you want to make sure that communication is loud and clear and usually i would say it more than once or twice i think you're also calculating different things. Uh, who's coming up next for the other team? Who, what people you want on the ice at certain times? Um, you know, who might be redlining and need a step back for a little bit? Um, those are all things that factor in. It happens fast. I'm fortunate um, in that I've been on an NHL bench for a long time. I've seen some masters operate, um, picked up a lot of things from people I respect in that manner. The other thing I would say is from having that experience out of necessity in the American League, I've kind of found where some of the pitfalls um, it might happen. That's the great thing about the American League, is you get you get to experiment a little bit here and there, and and figure some stuff out. In the end, um, as a coaching staff, we're making the decision to go 11 and seven on certain nights. It's not because I I I love that alignment. It's because we're trying to find the right lineup to help propel our team to a win that night. Um, is it a little bit more challenging on the bench sometimes? It is. Uh, but we'll do whatever we have to do to get points. All right, so a little bit there from uh, Jay Woodcroft on running the bench with 11 forwards. Working for Edmonton lately. They'll try to keep it going against the Canucks tomorrow. 780-496-0063. We are talking about the Oilers having a beefier lineup, playing a beefier game lately mm. you can chime in on that if you like and then our off-topic topic along the lines of beef how do you like your steak kellen kennedy's been keeping the results of our poll so you can go rare medium rare medium medium well or well done kellen what do we have coming in yes uh well i think we have a, a clear-cut winner here or a clear-cut leader with uh medium well i by my estimation here about uh, 89 90 91 percent of respondents on the text line like their stakes medium over, well so did you say over 80 percent oh it's it's closer to 90 now it was 80 percent an hour one it's it's probably more closer to 90 if i if for, i for medium the, rare for yeah for medium rare what yeah. second do you think uh medium okay and we just had that one vote for well done for yes. hockey puck yeah exactly and and you know what we've had uh <laughs> we've had more votes for blue rare than we did for well done so there we go now 
here's the thing, I, and I want to, I, I really want, now again, however you like your steak, that's fine. It's personal preference. Do I like it well done? I do not. I, I think it gets too dried out. I, I don't think it's flavorful enough. Some mm. people like that. Some people don't like seeing red in their meat. You, you know, they associate it with rawness and and, and disease and, and worms and parasites. And all. I, I, babe, I don't know if that's what they think or not. <laughs> I kind of got twisted in her. Wow. Uh, okay, but here's the thing. I have heard from, from people, uh, oh, there, there's blood coming out of your steak. Well, you didn't cook your steak enough. There's there's blood coming out of it, and I, and I just googled this again. If if somebody has a steak that is you know cooked, say medium rare, for example, maybe even medium, yes, there might be red stuff on the plate. That is not blood. Okay, I'm reading this from from a a, a page right now, but it's a, like a steak page. The blood is removed during the slaughter process and afterwards very little blood remains in the muscle tissue the red liquid is a water mixed protein called myoglobin i think i'm saying that right myoglobin myoglobin sorry you know about this i've heard about this so it's it looks like blood but it's not this is how i understand it there's probably people out there who know a lot more about uh, beef and cattle and all that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. and even you know slaughtering animals to to get meat which i think is a normal human thing to do if you don't want to eat meat that's fine but that is not blood on your plate or on the person's plate most of the blood is gone from the animal the myoglobin mm-hmm. is what it's called yes so you know that's not that's not what's there. That's not what's coming out. So anyway, like I said, Kellen, this show often educational. The more you know. The, the more you know. We have we have educated people tonight, possibly. That's right. All right. Uh, so do we? Did anybody talk about the orders on the text line, or is just everybody happy because they you won know, five we, in a row? We, we've got it's Oilers, all steak stuff. We, we've got Oilers texts, and we've got texts about uh, your interview with Matt Sakaris as well with, uh, about the Canucks. Well, I want to well. hear what so, uh, what uh, people are saying. Yeah, uh, Shelbs in Swan Hill is texting. Oh, Swan Hill. Uh, first of all, their uh, steak choice was medium well, so that made the ledger as well. So there we go. Uh, about the Canucks. Uh, a win or loss uh, be a good sport. That's why. Uh, da, 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 and I think everything cut out. Uh, I, I, yeah, but sure. <laughs> I, I feel oh, like gibberish afterwards after that. that one. But anyway, uh, yeah, so there was that. Uh, we'll just skip. <laughs> what is, <laughs> is Kellen doing, everybody? That's the question now. That's the off topic topic now. <laughs> Sorry what has distracted Kellen? Yeah. Uh, by the way, Swan Hills, I always love hearing from the uh, rural communities that you're checking out the show. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I think they were saying, uh, I think uh, Shelb's uh, text was win or lose, be a good sport, and was uh, completely not liking the uh, the Vancouver management's treatment of Bruce Boudreaux as of late. Now on second look. Or was he talking, maybe he was talking about Boosh shooting the puck at the end of the game. Or was it Vancouver related? No, that's Vancouver. Uh, it was about oh, the Canucks. Okay. That's right. the first line I came through. I oh, got sorry. that far, at least. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, the Hermit texted and says, Good evening, Good evening, Reed. Medium well on steaks. Like the char on it. Not requesting anything. But I remember the vi- on vinyl, the infamous p- perpetual d- uh, drum track on uh, Pyromania, I guess. At that's the end of uh, Billy's Got a Gun. Yes, there yep. you go. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I have to laugh at this one. This is from Steve, who, who texted and says, Blue, rare, rare, 
medium rare, medium, medium well, and then please unfriend me. Oh, that's his. <laughs> that's his state. That's I his get, state I, rank. Okay, maybe I I messed up because I just. I guess blue rare is rarer than rare. I suppose I kind of put those two together. But anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. quite quite rare. I, I don't know if I would like it that rare. I mean, sometimes I've heard some people who eat their steak that way say it's even a little cold in the middle. I, cool, I guess. I don't know if I would quite go with that. Mm-hmm. But definitely uh, medium rare for me is fine. And one more quick Oilers one from you. This is from dot, dot, dot. Literally, it's three dots. It's so Morse dot, code. Dot, dot. It's yeah. Morse code. we got to figure code, out what yeah. letter that is. <laughs> this is the schedule the Oilers want. Weak teams, that's awesome prep for the playoffs. Uh, well, <laughs> you got, you got to play them sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you just got to make the points count. Yeah, I mean, they're going to play tougher teams, certainly, in March. I would yeah. just say bank the points for sure. Absolutely. Oh, uh, quick lo- one that just came in under wire from Colton tonight. Oh, yeah, he's a good guy. Medium rare. If you like it burnt with ketchup on it, you should be in prison for life with no chance of parole. Ha, ha, ha. Kind of kidding. Yeah. Kind of kidding from Colton. Uh, yeah, I didn't get – didn't uh, – was it there was a picture of Trump putting ketchup on his steak and that got people talking a few years ago? I remember that. Yeah, that was uh, that was either before or during the pandemic. But yeah, that's yeah. Again, however you want to eat your food, eat your food. <laughs> that wouldn't be that wouldn't be my choice. Uh, I believe three dots in Morse code is the letter S. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's what, what I like to think that's what that person meant. It makes it a little more mysterious that they're using code to text the show, but I I've don't already know if that's what they're doing. I already put in, in their handle dot dot dot. So they'll whenever they text in, they will be dot 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 until they come up with another name. So okay, uh, Mooner or uh, Kellen, let's do the break and then we'll get Mooner on from the hockey game. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Yes, Billy's got a gun for Pyromania, the Def Leppard classic album released 40 years ago today. Cam Moon, Oilers play-by-play voice. Uh, he's actually not doing the game tomorrow. We got Jack on the radio, so uh, Mooner didn't travel. So he's at the U of A. He's uh, he's either in the middle of Hub Mall wondering why Java Jive is closed or he's at Claire Drake Arena for the hockey game. Mooner? Uh, Claire Drake for the hockey game, Reed. <laughs> What's going on uh, there, man? <laughs> well, it's a it's a carnival-like atmosphere, Reed. Let me tell you that much. They, they packed him in pretty good tonight, which is nice. Good crowd. It's 3-1 to one for the Bears after the first period. Huskies got on the board first as a power play goal. Uh, but the Bears, were, they just kept coming on. Uh, Nolan Vulcan, who is a Maple Leaf Athletic Club alum and played with the Seattle Thunderbirds in the WHL, he scored twice, uh, and that that really got things going, and it got the got the crowd into it. And uh, Curtis Trolley also scored. So shots are 22 to 10 for the Bears. They oh, wow. Well. Yeah, yeah, they played really well in that first period. Okay, well, that's good, because the last time you went to a Bears game, they were down 5 nothing about 13 minutes in, so this is yeah. better. <laughs> well, hey, they did come back. They tied that game, and they, they lost in a shootout. That was against Mount Royal a few weeks ago, but, yeah, this is a much better start. Uh, they, I thought they were really good in that period. It, it, could, be, it could be more than 3-1 right now. Is, is it, uh, like, how full is it? Obviously, the Bears have been drawing uh, quite well. I mean, I think they bounced back really well from not having the season after the pandemic with a lot of good crowds. Uh, how is it tonight? Well, I, I don't know what the, I don't know what this place holds, 
but I would say it's about 85% full. Yeah, so it's like, probably close to 2,000 fans then, yeah. Yeah, I, I would think so. It's, there's not a lot of... Uh, there's not a lot of spots available, so that's good. It's a good crowd. There's a lot of students. They're having fun. They're they're getting on the opposition goaltender. They're making it a lot of uh, a lot of fun. And I find uh, as those pyramids on the end of the rink here get taller, <laughs> it gets a little louder, a little louder, maybe a little bit more unruly. Though uh, there's there's no problem with that. Um, these this is a great rivalry. This is one I've enjoyed. Um, I, with my work schedule, I don't get to check it out in person as, as much as I would like, but some of my best memories as, a, as just you know, a pure fan or going to a game or going to a, a game with my, my mom and or dad, seeing the Bears and the Huskies play, it can get heated. Now, you don't fight in Canada West. Well, I mean, you can, but then you're suspended automatically. Yeah. Uh, how, is, is it chippy? Is it intense? Or have you not seen signs of that yet? Uh, well, the Bears took a penalty seven seconds in, and that seemed to set the tone. It's been a pretty physical game. In fact, on the first Bears goal, it was a hit by Nolan Vulcan that created the turnover that eventually created the goal. So I wouldn't say it's chippy, but I'd say it's physical. And you're right, it is a great rivalry. And this stems back of many years of the Bears and the Huskies playing in the Canada West final. I mean, traditionally, they've been pretty strong programs over the last 20 years. So you understand why there is the rivalry that, that there is right now. And and you can feel it here. I, this is, I don't know how many of these, these games I've been to this year. I think this is about my fourth or fifth. And this is the best attended of all of them, although the attendance has been pretty good all the way through. But I think it has something to do with uh, with it being the Huskies. There's just there's that there's that draw, and people are having fun here tonight. All right, so three one Alberta over Saskatchewan after the first period at Claire Drake Arena. Uh, two more for you. I know the second starting soon. I hope you don't have to give up your seat while you're doing this, but you probably got a mob of fans around you wanting pictures and autographs. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm a big deal around here. Uh, I, I did no, the off. I'm not Reed. I, I did the off-topic topic because I was talking about okay. the Oilers being beefier. How do you like your steak? Oh, it's got to be medium. Like it's got to be cooked, my friend. Okay, medium so rare was the winner. Medium came in second. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go with medium. I'm gonna need that thing cooked. Okay, you don't. I don't have steak very often. A little bit of you. So you're fine with a little bit of pink, but not red. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm fine with a little bit of red in the middle. Yeah, but, but medium rare is fine for me. Uh, and then in terms of the Oilers' beefiness, uh, what have you seen the last, well, maybe the course of this five-game winning streak? Well, it's, it's certainly changed. I mean, Clean uh, Costin has added an element, and, and Vincent Deharnay has come in and added that. And you get a Vander Kane back into the lineup. All of a sudden, there's three guys that, that take the body and, and hold the other team accountable like they did last night. And you already had Darnell Nurse in that lineup. It makes everybody a little bigger, a little stronger. It also makes the opposition far more aware of when those players are on the ice. It makes a big difference. I don't care what anybody says. So that, that to me, is at least part of things going in the right direction for Edmonton. Their attention to detail in their own end so limiting good opportunities, plus both goaltenders playing well. You add that all together with that physical presence. You already had a bunch of high-end talent, and that's going to result in winning hockey, and that's exactly what we've been seeing. 
Mooner, enjoy the rest of the game. Thank you so much for the update. I'll talk to you tomorrow, my friend. Pyromania, hey? Was that 40 years ago today? 40 years ago today. We have been rocking, rocking till we've been dropping tonight. That's a bad use of that title. Hey, it's a fine, it's a fine album. That is Cabo checking in as we, of course, go with the uh, Rock of Ages on the way out tonight. So 3-1, Bears leading the Huskies after the first at Claire Drake Arena. The Penguins have beaten the Senators 4-1. Oilers Canucks tomorrow on 6.30. Chad, now Vancouver has a game just about to get started against the Avalanche. Oilers Canucks tomorrow, 6.30 for the face-off show game at 8. Don't forget Elks this week. Tomorrow morning at 9.30, Morley hosting. He'll be joined by Victor Kui and Aaron Grimes. Thanks to Dave Campbell. He's the producer of the show. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer this evening. Beefy edition of Inside Sports. Have a good evening.